Hello everyone, welcome to episode 37 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Today we're going to be talking about beavers and their reintroduction, introduction, or translocation. Again, we talked about it last episode in Mountain Goats and the possible effects. And when you move beavers in, they affect everything. They're called ecological engineers for a reason. Because they have such a massive impact on their surroundings. And it's good or bad. It can, I mean, I can see both sides. Because if you're working for the state highway department or department of transportation and you got beavers building dams right next to your uh, roadways, then you're going to have a big dam problem. Or if you're a Walmart who comes in and tells the local area that, hey, we want this riparian area, we're going to leave the beavers alone. And then those beavers are such dang good beaver or dam builders that they start flooding parking lots, then you're going to have a problem. But on the other side, they are so good at restoring those areas around them, those riparian areas, vegetation areas, restructuring streams, and everything around them and holding water that they're just so awesome at their job. They just go on about their day without even knowing they're affecting anything. They don't even care. And they're just crushing it. So researchers here in the west part of the United States, as well as across the world, I'm aware, but I'm mostly familiar here, are looking at ways to uh, reduce the amount of drought that we're going through. How can they hold more water in their areas? How can they help their crops, their livestock, those type of things. Researchers uh, went into Montana and they worked with a bunch of ranchers and they tried a bunch of different things. Because um, ultimately their goal is to get away from the bigger dams, those big reservoirs that are stopping the progression of naturally migrating fish and all the other effects. How can they, because you can't just keep building more and more dams Ultimately, you just, they're expensive. Uh, it's a big, it's a big, long political battle as well as a core battle. There's just a lot of issues. So what are these ranchers to do? And they looked at all the different ways that they could help them obtain and store more water on their own personal property. There's a new thing out there. It's kind of funny. Uh, it's called beaver mimicry. And what they're trying to do is they come onto these ranches and they mimic what beavers do. They're putting in rock dams. They take wooden posts, weave them with willows. They take sod mats. There's a bunch of other techniques. And they're trying to create these little areas, these pockets, to hold more water. See, everybody likes the effects of beavers, but nobody likes beavers because they can't tell the beavers where to build. And so this is the challenge that you have with working with wildlife. If you want the effects of beavers but don't want to, then you're going to have to come up with a lot of expensive solutions. When you have larger properties, you can tolerate the effects of beavers a little bit easier. Wildlife managers, biologists, as well as researchers can move beavers into areas on forest service or state lands a little easier than they can on private lands and they can monitor those effects and it's awesome how uh, how quickly and effectively they can restore areas that were once overused and beat up and it's time for a change 
One of the biggest challenges that these ranchers faced in this study of whether or not they would use beaver mimicry as a way to obtain and hold more water on their property as well as increase the aquifers was the cost. They didn't like the fact uh, that it was going to cost quite a bit to bring in rock or these sod mats or whatever it may be to help stop uh, water from leaving their property. One of the cheapest ways you can do it is let somebody else work for you. Let the beavers. This uh, style of allowing the wildlife to work for you, though, requires a little bit more tolerance. Because, again, they will build where they want to build. They'll build in the most satisfactory locations for them. Now, there are ways that you can encourage wildlife as beavers as well to uh, build in certain areas. There are a couple of key things you can do, but ultimately they have the ultimate choice of where they're going to do it. So in translocations, reintroductions, introductions, this is happening quite a bit with the use of beavers. Uh, mainly translocation. Um, I know in areas that I've worked and lived and hunted and fished in, they are doing translocations. They are bringing beavers from urban areas, moving them out into these mountains where beavers were once prevalent and trapped out. They're bringing them back into these areas and letting them progress further up these waterways. And you can just see the difference. The amount of grouse, chuckers, deer, there's just these huge differences uh, in what it was once to what it is now. Areas that I used to drive through um, that would dry creek beds, you now have water there year-round. And you have fish moving up a little further. Areas that have, because of the lack of water, were just beaten down by cattle or other livestock due to shade or whatever they held in these uh, dry creek beds for long periods of time they have been beaten up but now as the beavers have come back they're filling up these areas the cattle are no longer staying in these areas they're moving to different location there's grass further from these dry rock beds now because they're full of water and so you just see an overall improvement as well as an improvement in the way that uh, ranchers and land managers are using the land they're understanding these practices a little better so beavers they do a great they do a great job they do it in a big way and they can be beneficial as well as a cost effective solution if we're looking for ways to hold water all right you guys stay wild have a great day